You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. What an exciting podcast we have for you today. A very, very funny comedian who was originally part of the Comedians of Halifax episode or issue uh, in the first season, Uh, an episode including Andrew Vaughn, Ryan Freed, and himself, and uh, now he's back, he's solo, uh, he's back, he's all by himself, still a wrestling fan, uh, Travis Lindsay will be on the show uh, coming up in a little bit, but before we get to the interview, you know what you gotta do, you have to hit us up on all the social media outlets, so if you could do that, if you could uh, drop us a uh, you know, a little line on the TNW pod at TNW pod on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook talking wrestling, just simple backlash talking wrestling. Remember in all of these addresses, talking wrestling is all right. Him T A L K N W R E S T L I N G. Talking Wrestling. We are talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Send us a uh, note or what you want to hear on the show, or maybe ask us a question for the upcoming QA episode that'll be coming up very, very soon. Uh, so, yeah, get those questions in there. Uh, on the Instagram, we are at uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast. That's where we are on Instagram. Instagram, a lot of the episodes drop there. The artwork drops there. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, pretty good Instagram to follow, I think. Um, not only that, on the uh, we're on Spotify. We are also on Apple Music. We are also on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a favorable review, and we will send you a wrestling postcard from the year of 1983 of your choosing. And many, 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 many stars, such as Mahoney. Uh, no, many stars are still available. So, um, yeah, you might want to get on that today. Uh, so, yeah, we did the Twitter. We did the Facebook. Uh, we're not on MySpace. Uh, we did the, the Instagram. We did uh, the, the Spotify. We did the iTunes and the Apple Music. And anywhere, Google Play and anywhere else regular podcasts are found that's where we will find us so uh with that said how are you guys hanging in there i don't know what phases you are in or wherever you are but hopefully you're doing okay uh in the pandemic uh known as covid19 and um you know i hope you're doing well um i'm in toronto uh, things are okay. I've been out of Toronto for a bit. I've been at a cottage. That's why there was no episode last week because I forgot there's no internet at my cottage. 
So, um, yeah, I would have had to drive an hour to get to the internet. And, uh, you know, when you have a choice between fishing and just being on a boat, um, yeah, some things take second place. So, uh, sorry about the no episode last week. That's why I was on vacay. But I'm back now and ready to bring you guys some great episodes or issues in the upcoming weeks and uh, months. Um, yeah, so I'm very, very excited. And with that said, right now, uh, let's just get to this interview. Uh, Travis Lindsay, I have standing by, and uh, we were on the Zoom. We we're doing this via Zoom. Zoom, 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 Zoom. And um, yeah, so we're going to go to that right now. So, uh, Casey, uh, if you're with Travis Lindsay, uh, take it away. Well, thanks, Casey. And all right with me at this time, folks, uh, here we are in the TNW studio, but we are also live via Zoom. But I don't know why I tell you, because you're listening on an audio thing, unless I can figure out how to save this Zoom. I did not save last week's Zoom or the two weeks ago Zoom, and it all Zoomed away. So hopefully we'll figure out this right. Maybe we can put it up or something. Or, but regardless, that's a discussion for another time. Right now in Halifax at his beautiful kingdom, uh, the very funny comedian from the episode, uh, the Comedians of Halifax, once back once again, TNW alum, Travis Lindsay. How are you, bud? Good, man. Good to be back on the show. Talk yeah. some wrestling. I haven't talked wrestling with anyone in a while, so well, yeah. uh, this will be good. Yeah, yeah. I've you know, like yeah, I figured that and I tried to do my best. I tried to wear my hat to emulate who you usually <laughs> talk wrestling with. Uh yeah. I I was like gonna grab a hat and then I looked at my flat tops that I'd never wear these anymore because well yeah. I kinda stopped and Andrew kinda started and yeah. uh you know, and I was like, well, I'm now I have my new look and he's doing that. So this is great. <laughs> you know, I'd lost a bunch of weight and I switched to ball caps and and Andrew started looking like he just jumped into my old closet and <laughs> he, was just, he added a chain wallet and yeah. uh, and a couple of rings and uh, and he was good. So he was. And I even made fun of him. I remember one time I made fun of him at the uh, at Gus's I was like you just look like you just walked out of my closet from five years ago you know <laughs> it looks like you know and uh and it's so funny and for those uh you well I said it on the show I talked about it actually mm-hmm. um the week uh, that he passed uh we played that episode again Mark Marin always does that he yeah uh, he does it when someone passes he play if they've been on he plays that episode that week and yeah. uh I think it's only great so you're getting bumped for Kamala. Um, <laughs> That's fair enough. No, no, no. That's, uh... That was my other idea was I was going to paint uh, a moon and a star and then that thing <laughs> over my belly button. Yeah. And just come on. I'm like, did you not get the memo that we're going to go Zoom and do double Kamalas? You know? So I mean, like, okay, I'll just get rid of this and then I'll go and I'll dress up as a woman and come back as Kamala Harris. Which is, is that, is that her name, Kamala Harris? The, you know, yeah. Because that's yeah. his name. Yeah, it, it caused a shitstorm on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God, so many people thought Kamala Harris died yeah. at 70 and they're like, I thought she was only 50, you know? Like, <laughs> this is insane, but it's, um, it's really too bad. Like, I'm, it's, it's amazing Kamala made it to 70. 
I'm very happy yeah, to you know, hear that wow. because he's not a wrestler. But the thing is, is because he died, the next time they do that, oh, the wrestlers die young, they just include yeah. his name in with all the other wrestlers now. Which yeah, I yeah, they'll that. still lump him in. Yeah, but the fact mm-hmm. is the man had a long career and he had a pretty solid long life. It's pretty funny um, that he it's not funny, but uh, me and Vaughn used to like literally have like pretty much a Kamala death watch because it always seemed like he was losing another limb or something or yeah, on the verge of getting home. Like it was like crazy. It was a race between him and Abdullah the butcher. Oh, hold on. You zoomed out. You're still there. You're frozen. I don't know what happened. Aliens might be in your house. Oh, you moved. Everything's okay. Okay, I'm moving. That's all right. But, um, yeah, you were saying uh, that you had a, a a death watch for Kamala, you and Andrew. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and then, and like I said, yeah, usually it was like Kamala versus um, uh, Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. And which one of those guys is going to die first. But yeah. I never thought it'd be Kamala. I always thought... You know, yeah. diabetes has got his leg or got his calf or whatever yeah. or foot, but um, Abdullah's got to die from something. Like, oh yeah, even his food at his restaurant—it looks filthy. I don't know if you ever seen yeah. pictures of his restaurant, his barbecue and Chinese no. restaurant. So, but I would not go. No, no, no. If I'd go. I wouldn't eat. No, I would go, and I'd probably get a T-shirt and uh, yeah, just to say I was there. Um, yeah. Sometimes those t-shirts. Oh, that'd be great! I went to Abdullah the Butcher's restaurant, and all I got was Pepsi. You do. That's what you would. T-shirt. That's what you would get. You would yeah. get that. <laughs> and it's like you know, at least it's better than um, uh, all. Yeah, no, I was gonna say at least it's better than uh, oh, all I went to. Uh, no, all I went to Mexico, <laughs> and all I got was Bruiser Brody. But no, that doesn't even make any sense. So. But, be a good, good tombstone. Oh yeah, yeah. Any good, yeah. My tombstone. I wanted to be. I wanted to say, "I'll be your Huckleberry," because it's the best line in Tombstone. So I think <laughs> on a tombstone, you should have a good line from Tombstone, or maybe just a <laughs> if, you, or even better, when someone tramps on the grave, there's a like a sensor yeah. underneath, and you mm-hmm. get the Undertaker saying. Rest in peace. <laughs> that would also be very. That would be great. That would be that like. Would be. I would be like, did that just happen? And then all of a sudden, you keep stomping on my face, where we're well six feet under. <laughs> but so I'm going to be cremated anyways. So anyways, you mm-hmm. know, ash away. But um, yeah. So have you watching? Have you been watching much wrestling uh, these days, or paying attention to uh, what has been going yeah. on? The horror yeah, shows no, of I've losing been, an eye. <laughs> the, yes, I've been watching the horror shows. Uh, yeah, I've been so I've been up to I've been keeping up with uh, AEW, WWE, NXT. Um, you we, know, we got I, some crazy things going on. We have Shane McMahon starting fight clubs. Yeah. We have uh, Adam Cole fighting kickers, like yeah. a, a punter from from an NFL team. And if you yeah. know anything about football. Punters are the least respected people on the team. They're yeah. not even considered football players. They're considered pansies. No. And yeah. how Adam Cole's going to look in a fight with it. If he wins, he beat up a kicker. 
If he loses, yeah. he lost to a kicker. There, it's a yeah. no-win situation where this is going. Just because he's got yeah. nice biceps, it doesn't yeah. make Pat McPhee a real football player. Um, no. You know, and then in AEW, I don't know. I personally, I think AEW is doing a lot of good things. Uh, I think yeah. they're doing a lot of great things, actually. And uh, I like that they're trying to make stars rather than, oh, we can't get this guy over. Yeah. Let's bring back Shane, you know? Yeah. So. No. Yeah, no, I love uh, a lot of what AEW is doing. I'm li- I like the Jericho-Cassidy feud. Um... Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Like, it's, uh, well, it, it, the fact that, you know, everybody's like, you ripped off old school last week. Uh, with the debate, um, NXT's doing some good shit though too. Yeah, the debate. Yeah, the debate was great, but um, SmackDown is all right. I find that uh, mm-hmm. it's way better than Raw. I just find though, uh, to be honest, I find three hours is too long uh, for me mm-hmm. to be watching something that's not very good. Um, mm-hmm. I will watch, you know, porno for maybe an hour. Before, you know, <laughs> I'm bored. But, um, no, I've watched even worse TV shows to just, I don't even know why. But, you know, I've sat through many a bad Saturday Night Lives. And, yeah. uh, and, and I find that Raw is very similar to that. As a matter of fact, like, Monday nights, I used to be there. And now, I'm not, like, I didn't even watch Raw last night. I don't. It's not yeah. a priority for me. I'll listen to what culture tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but uh, but yeah. AEW is a different ball game for me. So yeah, me too. Yeah, I really uh, I've really been into. It. I just think they've handled the whole doing shows in a pandemic better than uh, yeah WWE has. I, I feel like that their atmosphere is still is still more closer to like a you know like an actual fan audience show than uh you know WWE's <laughs> trainees doing what they're told and and it's uh and it's I, rough and i think their trainees look like idiots um like i just yeah. think they all look dumb they're all jumping around with merchandise on and their masks on and and yeah. it's like and none of it makes any sense at all like vince doesn't no. care about the pandemic vince doesn't care about who gets sick you know no. when roman left you know, Vince was upset, but he's, you know, yeah. the guy is compromised. Vince, you fucking idiot. Like, yeah, he, uh, I don't know. It's like Vince is a billionaire. So it's like maybe he already knows there's the vaccine, you know, or maybe he's on the inside yeah. and maybe he was invited to the last uh, Illuminati meeting and uh, maybe he knows that this is only going to last a year. So he's just trying to ride it out. You know, I like, yeah, because I don't understand how somebody who has a company that big can be so fucking dumb about the way they're handling it. Like only like he's done a lot of good. They've done some good things, but only Mm -hmm. like baseball is as messy as the WWE, I find. Yeah. And baseball, they they've got a lot of problems. I don't know if you heard about the Toronto Blue Jays. But they're not going to win many games mm-hmm. because they're having trouble getting home. Uh, the border's closed. They don't have yeah. a home. They're yeah. the littlest hobo <laughs> of baseball right now. 
Each game, they just run to another town and play that game, and then maybe tomorrow the border will open and they'll get to settle down. But until tomorrow, they'll just keep moving on. So, you know, it's uh, now I'm doing bits from – you can tell I've been on stage because that's a fully developed bit <laughs> that I'm doing during my show. I'm sorry. I'm such a bad road comic working bits into conversations. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. Have you um, speaking uh, not not com I mean comedy wise? Have you like mm-hmm. has uh, this Halifax is is pretty good COVID wise, right? Like the Numeric Times have not been a mess that the yeah. rest of the country's been. No, no, we got a we got a pretty good handle on it. We, uh, you know, we went. We've had a couple big streaks of zero cases, and then a couple travel related cases have popped up, but it's not not been spreading. Um, we still have to, you know, mask are mandatory in public spaces and stuff, but we have things open. We have movie theaters open and yeah, Did, stuff well, like that open and back up and, you know, shows are kind of starting to come back. Um, I would imagine that the Busker Festival was a no-go this year. No, yeah, it was a total, they did it. Uh... Hold on, you're just frozen for a second. We're waiting on technical difficulties due to the Zoom, but not the Zoom 4 the zoom h6 that i have right here uh which is a handy contraption we're talking about the zoom uh, app which is on my uh, apple ipad and now uh, travis is frozen in time in halifax hopefully he will come through can you hear us there we are oh, you're back there we go so Perfect. i'm moving again you know these zoom things these zoom freezes would make for a great horror movie like yeah. everything's okay and you're like are you okay okay and then you come back and <laughs> oh no for this the boogeyman would be behind you literally the wrestler boogeyman yeah. and nobody would be scared because <laughs> he jobs to everyone so yeah. you know you get up you hit him with a move and um one two three you're out of there but yeah, yeah take it home i know um yeah so 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 uh you're doing shows and stuff down there right yeah, I've done uh, I've done quite a few outdoor shows. I've done a lot of back uh, backyard stuff. And uh, who would have thought that com? Uh, I know they say comedy and wrestling are the same, but you're like yeah. you're literally a backyard comedy. You're a backyard comedian. It sounds yeah, like I do. It's like outlaw mud shows. Yeah, you're really edgy and uh, dirty. <laughs> like you're everything that the clean com- like the club comics aren't because you're a backyard yeah. comic. You know, you, you you know you uh, you bleed easy uh, during punchline. Your punchlines are real. You know, um, <laughs> you're the CM Punk of all your friends. You know, it's a uh, it's great, fucking. <laughs> and uh, who is there? Is a backyard wrestler comedian? Isn't there not? Was there one? Um, Devin, someone? Yeah. There's been a couple uh, guys that. Um, oh, yeah, and, and of course Ryan is doing um, announcing. Announcing, which is good because yeah. uh, most uh, indie wrestlings can't afford a mic, and Ryan doesn't need a mic, as we all no. know. Um, <laughs> no, he does not. No, <laughs> I did enjoy his last set, which was uh, at Andrew's funeral, and uh, where he <laughs> recited. Uh, Andrew's line, get your baby off the street, and nobody responded. Yes. And everybody's like, yeah. what? What? What, did, <laughs> what was that? I fucking... I that was, was a 
laughing in my chair, laughing because it was such a tank. Yeah. And then it turned in, <laughs> and then only only like a only a comics funeral could turn into an impromptu comedy fucking central roast, where all of a sudden now yeah. now every every comics like like Chanel's like uh, this other this girl comedian she was up. I didn't have anything prepared for tonight, but I'll got I'm uh, and then she drops a set <laughs> and like everybody's dropping sets and everything. But I to be honest, I wouldn't have wanted it to see it any other way. So yeah, um, yeah, and I think a wrestler's uh, funeral would be very similar. So Kamala, yeah, um, you can expect Demolition to come in and cut a promo. Uh, yeah. You know? And uh, the Undertaker Virgil will be selling Polaroid. Oh, Vir- Virgil will have his fucking uh, T-shirts draped over the casket, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Undertaker's gonna say, "Get your shit off my work." So, because the Undertaker obviously built the casket, who else is gonna do yeah. that? Actually, he already had the casket from the previous time he put Kamala in there. So I'm <laughs> it was just in uh it was just in Connecticut up in storage. So um have you uh now uh what I'm discussing AEW, um who do you like in AEW and who are your favorites and how bad is Cody Rhodes' neck ta- neck tattoo? Neck tattoo's rough. Like on a scale That's of one to uh, ten uh, one being Halifax and ten being Dartmouth. Uh, what do you rate that neck tattoo? Uh, it's it's a solid spry field, so it's an eleven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, hot garbage, but you know, you know, man can do what he wants. You know, uh, yeah. It's the one thing is to get it on the neck, and then the other thing is to be like. I don't know if everybody's going to see this when I wear a high collar shirt, so I better put one on my truck as well. Mm-hmm. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. The American Nightmare uh, is waking up with that tattoo on your neck and realizing it's fucking real. And <laughs> it's there forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, that is the definition of hard times. Um, uh, top guys right now in AEW they're like uh, I, I like the slow burn of Adam Page yeah um, I'm enjoying his stuff uh, you know I can sense that he's probably going to align with FTR uh, I'm just glad to see them on TV again yeah oh yeah uh, totally way better uh, I'm a big fan of those guys um, uh JR just being a little more senile every week is a big favorite thing of mine. I know. Uh, I never realized how good Tony Shinobi was until you put yeah. him behind beside JR. Yeah. Who will not stop calling Jungle Boy Jungle Boy Jack Ryan. <laughs> Jack Perry. Or Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I'm like, just yeah. fucking Jungle Boy. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And uh, there's his dad, Dylan him. McKay, Luke Perry. You know, like nobody <laughs> fucking Dylan McKay, Luke Perry is the father of the Jungle Boy. Yeah, he went to this. He didn't go to college, folks, so I can't tell you about that. I don't know why my JR sounds like a Bill Cosby all of a sudden, but you know, it, it sounds creepy either way. Um, yeah, I like Jungle Boy. Um, mm-hmm. I like. Uh, 
the lucha i like the luchador express i like what they are like uh marco yeah. stunt how he's like a little pit bull who thinks he's way bigger than what he is um yeah. i loved everything jericho's done orange cast yeah jericho's been great has been enter- great ten- entertaining in this feud uh yeah uh, mjf he, everything that he's doing is fantastic um mm-hmm. what else is there there's uh there's so many good things like even like you know with the records in place where they show the records uh yeah. darby allen who uh lost but you know the other thing is is the, then you look at his record and his record's like he's still nine and five so he's good so it's just like you know as long as you have a, li- a winning record it's sort of cool that like okay we're watching kenny omega get buried every week but then they show yeah. his record, and his record is like, oh, his record actually isn't that bad. So no. I guess he's yeah. not been buried. You know, the record yeah. kind of, because you're worried sometimes about guys losing too much because the Bucks never seem to win, and, and Kenny yeah. Omega was never winning for a while. And yeah. I know they don't want to It look like they're putting them. They don't want to look like Cody. Like Cody, No, I have friends that hate cody Rhodes because they're like because mm-hmm. cody was vocal about john cena when he did the open challenge and when he had the u.s yeah. title and yeah. cody was like so they're just gonna bury somebody every week and yeah. that's what kind of cody's doing but mm-hmm. with the with the records with the record being like okay no they're oh and one now give them yeah. three more matches and see where they are then yeah. So I do kind of like that sport aspect yeah. to it, um, you know, because when they brought in uh, like uh, the open challenge and they bring in someone from NWA, the now sort yes. of defunct NWA, and they bring yeah. in someone from there, and indie fans watch AEW because in those are all indie wrestlers who are now yeah. pro wrestlers, yeah. Um, you know, and uh, and so I think uh, everybody's excited where they see a wrestler come in, uh, where the mainstream audience doesn't know who he is, but anybody mm-hmm. who goes to PWG or goes and watches, um, you know, uh, or watches uh, NWA, they know who who the guy comes in, and he comes in and he does a good job, and uh, and it looks like you know now he may have a contract. Who knows? Or yeah. they may be signing them one one offs one offs, but there's, but that's all interest. In, in, um, I find it all very interesting mm-hmm. as well. Um, the only thing I don't like is I hate Cody's belt. Um, mm-hmm. Like, okay, we all know Cody's a big comic book guy, right? Yeah. So, do, would you not agree that the uh, the TNT title, the TNT logo? Is just one M short of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles logo? <laughs> Absolutely. It's the exact same. It, yeah. They just took the M out. I'm like, that TNT is the TNT <laughs> from the TMNT. Yeah. 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 No. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're 100% right. Like, I don't maybe know. Maybe if you win like five matches in a row, you get like a free personal pan pizza or something. Or maybe uh, fucking uh, in a couple of months when Vince fires Sheamus, Rocksteady will show up on the show somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there'll be It'll be one week and then Vince will be like, no, you're still under contract. I'm bringing you back. So, 
you know, but um, Zach Ryder, no longer Zach Ryder, yeah. just going by his name. Uh, his real name, Matt Cardona. Mark, Matt, Matt, Matt Corona. And uh, <laughs> has, and yeah, no, so yeah, he's, and so he's wrestling. I think my favorite story of him recently was um, uh, the WWE let him go, but then they asked him if they could go shoot uh, Mandy Rose and yeah, uh, Mandy Otis's pool thing. Otis's pool thing at his at his pool, and now mind you, they asked his wife who is still with yeah. them, but he yeah. got all upset and it's like, well, that's not a, your wife technically. Like, what's she supposed yeah. to say? No, like yeah. So, you know, um, yeah, you know, it's great though. It's uh, I don't know if uh, Hawkins is gonna follow him over or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. I like I like the guys that they're bringing in and the guys that they're being yeah. selective because, you know, I didn't want to see, you know, every other wrestler there, you know, like that yeah, gets dropped yeah. from the WWE because then no, it just becomes TNA, right, right? Yeah, yeah. Who, if there was anybody you could add to the AEW roster, um, who would you uh, who would you think would be a good fix or a mix in there? Ooh. I would say only I would want to say the good brothers, but it's uh, the tag team scene. There's pretty full right now. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's I nice that they have a tag team nice. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if I was to bring in anyone, you know, I'd want, honestly, I, <laughs> I like seeing Heath Slater on my TV. Yeah, uh, yeah. I enjoy seeing him every time he's on there. Yeah, he seems like a good dude. Uh, I would like to have seen him. Uh, you know. Yeah, he's popped up. He's popped up over an impact, and yeah, uh, he's doing well over there. Um, yeah. You know, if anything, there's a lot of talent in Impact that I would love to see on AEW. I'd love to see the North. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. To get over there, like all ego, Ethan Page. And uh, mm-hmm. Josh, the walking weapon, Alexander. And um, yeah, those guys are great guys. I like them. They're from uh, this area, Toronto and Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Ethan Page wrestle D'Lo Brown in L.A. a couple of years ago. Okay. And nice. uh, that was a pretty good match. Um, when I saw yeah. D'Lo Brown, I didn't recognize. Um, he said, you better. And I was like, I can't. I don't know who you are. And he said, uh, you're looking at the real deal now. He said, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't think you're Evander Holyfield. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so you, but he's, he's definitely put on weight. And, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, he, nobody was paralyzed during the match. So that is a good oh, there thing. You go. That's a win. Um, uh, I used to love D'Lo Brown. Like, me too. His frog splash was great. Uh, yeah. his running power bomb was great. Mm-hmm. And then he also had a sit-down powerbomb. Like, the guy had an arsenal of moves that's, like, really, really... You enjoyed watching his matches. Yeah. So, you know. So, I like, you know, D'Lo Brown, if you could show up in AEW. um, No, you don't need him. Actually, uh, while we're doing this podcast, um, if Mm -hmm. I could tell you about other podcasts that are better... Um, Chris Jericho's podcast recently had Tully and Arn on for the first time that they've ever done a podcast together. Mm -hmm. So it is, 
if you want to listen to something after this that is fucking fantastic and it just goes by too quickly, uh, yeah. the Arn and Tully podcast on Chris Jericho, I Talk is Jericho, is fantastic. It's okay. They talk about working one time with the hearts. Uh, they talk about, um, you know, like how the Four Horsemen was born and how organic mm-hmm. it was and how it was never a plan to do a faction like the reason why they were together was um the um the reason why they were together is the andersons were cousins of rick flair kayfabe so you had the three because rick flair was an anderson so it was an uh, the flair and the two andersons and then yeah. tully just happened to be feuding with dusty so dusty so it went into it became a four on four and uh it just got lucky that you know tully was lucky that he was feuding with the booker and got put into this match this four on four match and uh long story short Aaron anderson was the one who said we're coming to beat you like never so little men have done so many damage so much damage and we're the four horsemen of the apocalypse and he threw up the four mm-hmm. fingers like it was yeah. all organic like and it was like yeah and anybody who doesn't say Arn anderson can't cut a promo well mm-hmm. fuck get him scissors and see what he can cut because <laughs> i know he can cut a promo as well as he can cut psycho said um <laughs> now we do know psycho said got more of the cutting in on Arn anderson in that match but um yeah. But I will say that, like, one of my favorite things to say is, um, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot, toot, like, fuck, I love that. Aaron Anderson. So do, yeah. you, have, do you have any favorite favorite promo guys or uh, promos that you or guys that you like or favorite promo lines? Ooh. Um, I mean, none outside of the the regular stone cold rock, you know, dusty, you know, I can't think of any like hidden gems that like stick out in my mind. Um, um, well, I always like, uh, I like everything Jericho is doing as far as promos. I don't actually, I'm not happy that he's in a fight with Sebastian Bach from Skid Row right now. And I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Who's who's in charge of this mess? But cut it out. Yeah. Um. I I can't have my heroes fighting, especially no. when one isn't in wrestling and the other is. Yeah. You know, like Sebastian Bach is. Um, he's big enough to be a wrestler. He's over. Mm-hmm. He's like six foot six for fuck's sakes. He's huge. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, and uh, you know, but what would get him to wrestle? You know, Jericho's already challenged him or whatever. He's like, I'll kick your ass, you know. It's like, fuck. <laughs> that was a good impression. Know. He's like, no, my, the best the, you know, Sebastian Bach impersonation you could do is like, <laughs> oh, you're going to sing Skid Row? No, I'm going to be like, are you guys ready to see some motherfucking trains? <laughs> you know, from the Trailer Park Boys where he's yeah. in uh, Banger, Maine at the fucking uh, – model train convention and the Swayze yeah. Express is there. Fuck. 
I love fucking trains, man. You know. So, anyways, uh, that whole thing is crazy. Um, Sebastian Bach is saying that Chris Jericho is lip syncing. Chris Jericho is saying that uh, never, nothing is fake. And uh, yeah. Bach is like, everything you do is fake, man. You know, like. <laughs> so, it's, uh, I don't like, yeah, he's got him there. Um, you know, uh, but. Yeah, I just don't want to see it come down to anything serious. I just hope it's um, a little a Twitter feud to get them maybe uh, trending on Twitter or talked about more like on podcasts like this. So, you know, well done. Um, do you uh, wrestling is going to be the last thing to come back? You realize independent yeah. wrestling is, you know, um, they're good, but the, but I want to know what they're going to do when they do come back. Like, is it going to be mm-hmm. fucking a mask on a pole match? You know, whatever. Oh, yeah, get, there'll be so many gimmicks. There'll be, uh, you have to get the mask in order to stay in the building. Otherwise, you have to leave the building. <laughs> so it's two guys and the fucking mask on a pole. You know, it's uh-huh. uh, I would I would watch that match personally. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, yeah. Or now, or how about if you lose the mask? If you lose the match, because everybody's gonna have to wrestle with masks on. So if you yeah. lose the match, you lose your dignity because your ma- your mask is taken off, <laughs> like a luchador, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you saw last night, but Dominic Mysterio, who oh he got messed up. Yeah, did he? He's wrestling. He's gonna wrestle. Seth Rollins at SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah. Is that's for real? That's yeah, a, like a yeah, it's going to be like a street fight or something, yeah. Oh, well, I hope they don't rumble in the fucking Shane's Fight Club cuz what's going to happen there? <laughs> Everybody's dressed the same. They're all Anyone can do anything. I I love imagine if um oh, like Ed Norton's not really doing anything these days. What if they brought yeah. in Ed Norton as a cameo at SummerSlam? In Shane's Fight great. Club, wouldn't that be great? The only problem is Shane keeps talking about it. What? Like all he talks about is Raw Underground. All he talks about is his Fight Club. He's already breaking the first rule. Wait a minute. So, do, like, do you think that? Wait, do you think that Shane, in if Shane looks in the mirror, does he see Brad Pitt? <laughs> like what? The I fuck? think he sees David Arquette. Oh my God, David Arquette! Let me tell you this. David Arquette, in a matter of weeks, is going to be on the show. We're going to have him <laughs> on the show. Uh, hopefully, hopefully. Um, yeah. So no, I did a I did a podcast with another friend, and um, yeah, and somebody uh, said when they listened to that podcast, they thought I would look like this, and they put up yes. a picture of the Ready to Rumble poster. And I said, I personally, I wish I looked like David Arquette. He's a good looking Mm -hmm. man. He's an Arquette. Yeah. You know, and uh, and then um, David Arquette responded and said, Mm -hmm. "Uh, I think we all kind of look alike. Like, I think we all kind of look alike anyway or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's pretty deep, man. That's pretty deep. (laughs) You know, and then and then and then I noticed he started following me. So okay, so I, I waited a week um, before uh, sending him a DM, uh, 
and yeah, uh, cool. I sent him a message, and I said, I'm sorry if this is crossing the lines, but I noticed that you mm-hmm. followed me. I am a fan. Um, and I said, if this is inappropriate, you can unfollow me, and I, w- I will apologize in advance. However, yeah. I said, uh, I have a wrestling podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your wrestling career. Uh, I said, I've had your yeah. tag team partner, RJ City, on twice, three times. <laughs> I said, so it's only appropriate I should get the other half of Arquette City uh, mm-hmm. at least once. And then I said, mm-hmm. also, I was in Hollywood um, the night, uh, well, I said, I was ringside the night you wrestled Nick Gage in yeah. that crazy match. And I yeah. said, uh, I said, so I know what I saw and I know what you mm-hmm. saw. And I said, I'd love yeah. to talk to you about it. And then uh, mm-hmm. he got back to me within 24 hours and said nice. that the movie is coming out and he's already opened his mouth a few times and he can't really talk mm-hmm. about it. So he said, yeah. what, he once the movie comes out, uh, he'll do the podcast for sure. So, Sweet. Yeah, so I didn't know when the movie's coming out, but the yeah. trailer dropped yesterday and the okay. movie's coming out at the end of this month. So oh, hopefully by before September... We will have the one-time WCW champion, uh, David Arquette, on this show. And, you know, like, I don't blame him for, like, look it. If you're going to blame anybody for making him champion, it's Vince Russo. That's the guy. Um, Vince McMahon does shit like this all the time where he brings somebody in from outside and he puts them in something and he gets those... Headlines. Yeah. Uh, that's all Vince Russo was doing, and yeah. and like you know, like um, I know I have like my roommate uh, Jeff McHenry, who's a wrestling purist. I call him. You you know uh, he's <laughs> he's he's a proud member of the Church of Cornette. Uh, yeah. He uh, you know he <laughs> says that um, you know I know he doesn't like it when movie stars get involved in wrestling. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck that. Like, I said this yeah. to K-Trav. I said, yeah. when they approach you, the WWE, to come in and do something with them, yeah, are you going to take advantage of your celebrity or are you going to be like, it's not right for the business? You know, what? because what are you going to do? Because K-Trav's a legit fan and he's like, yeah. I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do everything in my power to fucking do the best thing I can. Like, of course I'm yeah. going to want to get myself over in wrestling. Like is, yeah. you know, ah, oh, man, it's just like, and it's crazy. Uh, what would, what would you do? Would you be like, no thanks. Or would you be like, like how upset are you? <laughs> how upset are you that Michael Che is in a WrestleMania mm-hmm. match and you're not like, uh, does that bother uh, you at all? Yeah, no, I, uh, it depended on, when I know a guy likes the re- like wrestling, yes, then I'm really cool with it. Yeah, like I knew Che loved wrestling, so John like, Stewart loves wrestling. John Stewart, yeah, I had no problem with the John Stewart silliness. You know, like he loves wrestling, and you know, so when yeah. you get like a fucking NASCAR guy that doesn't watch it come in and cut a stiff promo, then I'm like, fuck this bullshit. This is ruining my wrestling. But I mean, yeah, if they came to me and were like, do you want to? We're gonna put the intercontinental title on you uh, because you're a celebrity. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I'll try to make it work. It's going to stink, but I'm going to try to make it work. Yeah. Like, I would do anything to be involved or to do, you know, of course. It's just such a a no-brainer, like, and I just can't, you know, so it's like put yourself in their shoes. What would you do? You know, like, especially guys that are fans, like big fans, and and you see it, you know, like, like yeah. you know, or and then sometimes now again, like, like Bob Barker, I don't think was a huge wrestling fan, but mm-hmm. what he did with Jericho was it worked. It worked, and it was a memorable moment. You know, I also yeah. think of Jeremy Piven coming off the top rope. Um, I yeah. bet you he's a wrestling fan. In order, you just the, don't well, jump off the top it rope. Fest. Yeah. Oh, you did call it Summerfest. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> called it Summerfest. Yeah. And then Ken Jong got like a concussion later in the night. Oh my God, that's so true. Yes. <laughs> and then that movie bombed at the box office. So oh, it was, it was And yeah, and yeah, it's like, and Jeremy Piven doesn't even have a career anymore. So yeah, you know, it's crazy. Um, I wonder the Me Too's don't last as much. Like Mike Elgin got Me Too'd, and then I think he got Me Too'd yeah. again. Um, yeah. Tessa Blanchard. He's unbreakable. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tessa Blanchard got, um, was called out as a racist, uh, which I thought was kind of yeah. funny because, uh, she did date, like, she did date Ricochet for a year. So I just like, how? Yeah, she was I, with Ricochet, yeah. I don't think she's racist. I think, uh, maybe mm-hmm. girls don't like her in the spot she's in and, Maybe uh, things get said, and maybe things get exaggerated, right? Like, you know, um, I've talked about it this on the show before, where uh, the reason why John Giomeshi lost, I mean, won his case, wasn't because of the mm-hmm. fact that he, like, he beat those women, but those women yeah. all agreed in a Facebook conversation, let's let's get them. Which all of a sudden, yeah, that's conspiracy. That they, you're conspiring to take someone down, and yeah. uh, and that's illegal, and um, that's why he got off. Was well because they all all the girls went back and had other dates even after the assaults. Uh, that was another mm-hmm. reason. But the conspiring to take him down, you know, oh these yeah. women ha- these women have an agenda, so. You know, it's yeah, fair to say yeah. that maybe these two girls who aren't mm-hmm. getting any shots on Impact yeah. or, or wherever they are uh, yeah. are jealous that uh, Tessa's getting all the love because, oh, because she's got a free ride because her last name is Blanchard, you know? Yeah. it Like, there's jealousy all through, I'm sure, like, there's jealousy all through comedy. I'm sure yeah. there's plenty of jealousy all through um, wrestling as well. You know, people like, why yeah. does this guy get this spot? Oh, it's because he knows this mm-hmm. guy. Or, you know, how did he get that gig? Oh, well, he's friends with the booker. Like, this yeah. happens all the time in our industry, and people will talk shit about other people. It's not necessarily true. Like, we can't just, I don't know, take everybody's word for truth. We have to do some sort of research into it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm about Tessa Blanchard, but, um, yeah, I haven't seen all the proof. So, you know, and, yeah. And then even after, you know, I still might, I know as horrible as it sounds, I, I still like Hulk Hogan. Um, (laughs) it's a, 
it's a hard thing to say, but you know, like yeah, I got uncles that have used it, used the word as well, and uh, yeah, and I I still went to their funerals, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's 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 you have to sort of each like each case you have to sort of look at it and be like, okay, how oh, do, yeah, how does this happen and how did that happen, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you know the Hogan one is is a weird one. I I yeah, I'm still a little Hulk maniac. Yeah, well, it's just like I don't know. This for for me, it's like pop figures, great. Yeah, for me, it's just like with Hogan, it's just like you know, it's like the guy was literally like in the gutter mentally. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't. I don't think he was himself, and uh, I think he was super depressed, and mm-hmm. and I think he was jealous of what was going on, and he lashed out at the at his daughter's boyfriends, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, used a slur, and um, but you mm-hmm. know, is it different from saying brother every day? You know, like yes, it, of course it's different. <laughs> it's just a replacement, but yeah. but you know, it's like he calls everybody brother. So <laughs> like, if I was a woman, how can you not get upset at that? You can. It's Hulkster. Um, yeah. But the thing is, is like, look at the guy had legendary matches with Kamala. Mm-hmm. With uh, with Bad News Brown, <laughs> with the Junkyard Dog, yeah. you know, like yeah. with Mr. T, with Zeus, yeah. uh, you know, it's just like it. You know, I just think that somebody was racist would not really want to put over someone who uh, mm. he was racist towards. So it doesn't make sense to me. He Hogan would put over Coco Beware if he fucking yeah. had to, you know. And um, I will say though, money. Yeah. Money, good food, and and yeah, I think money, good money, and good food can make you tolerate some racism. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been on tour with those old guys too, and yeah. uh, and you just hear racist joke after racist joke, and you're yeah. like, well, he is driving the car, and I do need yeah. a ride, <laughs> so I will put up with this bullshit, and I can't even imagine. Yeah the the level of bullshit that you've had to pull up put up with fucking comics and shit like that so yeah. you know like eh, you know it's it's uh definitely you know an upscale and up an upward slope um what are you uh are you looking forward to SummerSlam? yeah i think so like I w- i'm interested to see how they're going to do it i heard that vince wants to take it uh out of the performance center uh he wants to do it outside potentially on a beach yeah Oh, beach, yeah. Uh, so we're bash at the beach. Yeah, little bash at the beach action. Um, you know. Uh, so um, yeah. Other stuff I'm interested in. I'm trying to. I don't know if you saw the Braun Strowman shit. No, He's calling himself a monster and stuff. And Braun Strowman's now a monster. Yeah, he's like the monster's back and all this weird. Wait, <laughs> deep, well, but he wasn't. He was and... never a monster to begin with. It doesn't, Bray Wyatt's the monster yeah. And he can't even be the monster anymore Yeah Why did that yeah, happen? No. Why can't he the, Why can't the fiend exist? What is not Yeah Why? I don't understand what their booking is uh, Yeah I'm glad that um, What's his name is out uh, Of the Bray Wyatt clan um, mm-hmm. He's in AEW uh, I'm Yeah, Harper, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Luke Harper who yeah. who is doing better now, and yeah, uh, and I like you know like again, um, AEW makes me happy because a lot of guys I've watched on the independents 
have moved yeah. on to become stars there, like MJF. I've seen on the indies, uh, the the Super Smash Brothers or the yeah. the, um, the Dark Order, the Dark Order, uh, who who our friend was a part. We're trying to get a part to be a part of the Dark Order at one time mm-hmm. um, yes. you know, by emailing them and uh, tweeting <laughs> at them, and uh, you know Sunny Kiss uh, finally getting a great yeah. shot at the title. And uh, mm-hmm. Sonny Kiss's story with storyline with Joey Janela, I'm enjoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, it's just AEW is taking time to craft stories and taking the time to build programs. Like, yeah, the Stadium Stampede was one of the best matches I've seen. Definitely the best match since the Undertaker's match at Mania, as far as all mm-hmm. these pre-recorded matches go. Yeah, no, it was so much fun. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that was, was great. Is there anything any better than the different Matt Hardys coming up from under the water? Brilliant. Hilarious. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it pissed off a lot of purists, but yeah, I was all for it. Oh, yeah. And Matt Hardy just coming back and getting to be uh, whatever Matt Hardy he chooses to be is yeah. fantastic. And, um, you know, and if they need another, if they need a a Jeff Hardy, well, that's where Darby Allen comes in because he's the new Jeff Hardy. You know, even uh, Matt Hardy was talking about on a podcast that they were going to pitch the Harvey, the like the the um, um, the Hardy compound as having like their own backyard wrestling circuit there. And then you mm-hmm. saw Darby Allen was sort of doing something like that, and okay, yeah. uh, and now and now Shane has it. So um, <laughs> it's amazing how ideas float and how they come across yeah. with stuff. Uh, it's crazy, it's craziness. Well, that's yeah. um, that's pretty much it. We're we're fucking fifty minutes already. Um, oh, I know. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. Where um, where are you uh, are you working? Do you have any shows coming up or anything online I that you want to plug? What's going on? Uh, I'm at the St. John Marina, August 28th, with uh, Francois Weber, Ian Black, and Dan Hendrickson. Uh, that's, you know, for show shows coming up. Um, and then that I'm doing, you know, mostly just the backyard stuff and all that jazz. Um, I just started a podcast, new podcast, uh, since my <laughs> podcast yeah. partner died. Well, you know, uh, you would just be you would you you were the boys' club, and then if now it would yeah. just be the boy club. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, you know, <laughs> just every uh, week just talking about the boy and just uh, me alone in a room. Um, but yeah, it's called the Church of Common Sense uh, with Travis Lindsay. That uh, first episode was released last week, uh, so um, I'm recording. Uh, the, yeah, they usually come out every Thursday, and I try to get them out. So. Um, yeah, that's my that's my main project during uh, quarantine. It's good, you know. It, it yeah. is a good idea because, um, you know, I found that once I started, I when I started this podcast, I was eh, sort of in a rut. Uh, maybe not yeah. saying that you're in a rut or anything like that, but then yeah. when I got the podcast, I don't know, things started to come to me, and like not yeah. only, like the comedy got better, the podcast was doing well, uh, people were hearing about it. And, um, you know, and then I don't know, it's just like, I was just on a, I got to a better level 
And yeah. um, I think uh, they can do that for a lot of people. So um, yeah, yeah. So you're so the, the 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 Church of Common Sense, the Church of Common Sense, folks. Yeah, uh, can be found on iTunes and other places yeah. where podcasts are found. Check that out yeah. every Thursday. Listen to Talking Wrestling in the morning, and then head over to church or go to church in the morning. And then watch wrestling after. <laughs> talk some wrestling after. Either or, this is the tag team on a Thursday that you want. Um, there you go. And you know, and, and if you're out there in the Maritimes, hit out the shows, and we can find you online. Yeah. Whereabouts? Yeah, you can find me online. Uh, uh, the Travis Lindsay on Instagram. Uh, find me on Twitter, just under my name. I got a Facebook page. Instagram's really where I promote the, all the stuff. Uh, so yeah, you know, check me out on there. All right, folks, uh, you heard it from Travis. You heard it from me. Thank you for letting us put a uh, a, uh, a headlock on your ears. And uh, thank you for listening to Talking Wrestling. Um, so, you know, stay safe, stay at home, stay hungry, uh, stay alive. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's the, the best day. I, the, that's it. That's all I can say. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll talk at you next week uh, with a brand new show and a brand new guest. All right. Uh, For Never Sleeps Networks, I'm Casey Corbin, and uh, talk to you next week. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.